0: Welcome back to our third episode of League Rivals Radio. My name is Drew Dory. Um, joined alongside here via Zoom and voice recordings with Brennan O'Neill, who is currently
1: in Michigan. Brennan, how's it going? It's going good. Um, we haven't talked since April 25th. We have um, we have a lot of bads, but also some goods to talk about today. Um, it's been a rough. It's been a rough time since April twenty fifth. Um, we're gonna probably start. Let's uh, let's start with that first series when we started. It was that Colorado series is when we ended, and then we went to Minnesota. Um, we didn't do well. <laughs> we got swept by Minnesota. <laughs> um, we had a lot of weird injuries. I think occur during that time. Um, just bad things happening. And, um, I felt like the last time we talked, I was very high and it wasn't, it was bad, but it wasn't this bad. Um, but it's going to be okay. Um, we're going to start probably with, uh, talking about these last 25 days stat wise looking like, um, a lot of players are starting to decline, but also a lot of good things are happening. Um, Miguel Cabrera, absolute monster, at least, these past these past 15 days. Um, guy's been an absolute stud. Uh, I want to talk about the positive first. So Miguel Cabrera is an absolute positive on this team in these past 15 days. Um, the Castro brothers stepping up very huge, and I guess you could call them as our utility players this year, could be starters with... With how they're producing. Um, Mickey's batting 347. In the last 15 days. That's absolutely absurd. With an OPS of 969. Um, Jamer Candelario. Doing his thing. At least batting above 200. He's at 255. Last time we talked. I know he was on our our bad list. Along with Jonathan Scope. Who in the last 15 days has yet to. Show me any sort of uh, major league batting. Um, Probably the saddest news i got to talk about. My boy, Akil Badu, has been sent down to those lovely Mud Hens. Um, I hope he figures it out. I hope he comes back to us. Um, But that's okay. Um, The last guy I want to talk about in this last 15 days who... I, I think, if I remember, I was hyping up at the end was hitting Harold Castro. Um, these last 15 days, he's batting two sixty nine, but he's coming through at the most opportune times. Uh, it's been good to see. I mean, Willie Castro as well. I'm not even showing any love to Willie. Willie is batting three ninety-four in the past 15 days playing 12 games. I mean, I... I would never would have thought that Willie Castro would be some sort of band aid on this team, which is awesome to see.
0: Yeah, I think that's kind of coming at a pivotal point right there. <laughs> that was, a, <laughs> I'm happy you're doing good, by the way. <laughs> I knew he had a lot to do. <laughs> <But>, Absolutely. <laughs> but yeah. The t- um. Yeah, a lot happened in three weeks. Maybe not um, as favorable as it should have been. For the Tigers thus far Um, but you know leaving off with what you just said about the Castros um, this might be a little much of a tangent as well um, because Victor Reyes and Austin Meadows as of today have both both been placed on the 10-day injured list and while we hope that this is quick Austin Meadows having Inner ear infection problems. Uh, I saw tweets apparently that like he saw uh, the room was spinning for him and everything, so I'm guessing like vertigo or something like that. And Victor Reyes, obviously, with the injury that he sustained in the game hmm, versus the sure. Orioles today, my uh, Alexa going off in the background. I don't, don't know. Today, it, the it's Alabama not. not. Well, thanks for. How did she – I don't even know how I said her name. Just pulling right. salt on the wound, repeating the score 5-1. It's a big shout-out from Alexa Mid, Mid-Podcast. Yeah. Uh, we're all good um, We're all good. Yeah, yep, we're good. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, Victor Reyes obviously out. So, you'll. I saw um, another thing too, obviously, with these uh, placements on the injured list that the Tigers bench going into – We'll talk about the schedule here shortly and matchups and all that, They're, but they are kicking off a nine-game road trip, one game in the south up in Florida and two, two up here in the north. Um, well, for you guys, I keep saying that as we. But, yeah, uh, the Castros, I mean, with a team that's so str- like struggling so much offensively and pitching problems, um, kicking off a nine-game road trip with their bats, you know, starting to get hot, maybe bats starting to get hot, I think it kind of, hopefully, can lead the way to to some runs and some wins, you know. Uh, nine, so maybe five, five wins. We'll get to the predictions later. But if you can take five on a on a road trip, but the injuries again, it's still the injuries, and it is early. But that being said, the Tigers, as of right now, um, since we last uh, had a meeting on this. On 425, the Tigers stand at 6 wins and 14 losses since then. Overall record of 12 and 23. Currently just 8 games back. I know just 8 games back sounds terrible, but I mean, the Twins are starting to pick it up. They're starting to heat up. White Sox are still struggling defensively, blowing games. I mean, Tim Anderson, it seems like almost every day he's having an error or something. But, goodness. But, I mean, we're not, again, we're down, not out. The only thing I'm worried about, too, going into this nine-game road trip is, you know, the Tigers' record is three wins and ten losses when they are not at Comerica Park this year. So, that's something to be a little bit of concerning about, tr- trying to go into this road trip with a little bit more motivation than the, than the past ones, you know. And... May off on a good note, because you will be seeing a lot of the guardians and the twins. So I think that yeah, I think there's things to be optimistic about. I know it just sounds so bad, we've been kind of sick of the same old, same old things, and you know, even people going as far to reasonably so comparing the team to last year with where they're at, but I mean, that's baseball, and as of now, you know, I don't think it's... There are excuses for dumb errors and everything, you know, maybe not hitting the ball as much. Offense can get better. You're going to see more at bat. I don't think there's been as many dumb errors so far, which is nice, because, you know, clearly you don't have, you know, like, Nico Goodrum out there. No disrespect, on him on the Astros now, but sometimes it just doesn't work out for certain players in Detroit, man. Good God, and I don't think our fans... I think our fans are critical... But I don't think they're like a New York, L.A. where they're going to, like, boo you. So it's not like you're feeling complete hostility where you're not able to do your job. Like, come on. Like, at least look like you're providing a little bit of an effort. At least you're seeing that that isn't happening, I don't think, so far this year, which is also nice. Maybe the attendance isn't reflecting that. But, I mean, it's going to take time. It's still May. It's May 15th. I mean, you're a month into the season.
1: But
0: yeah, that's kind of where That's where my my opinion is standing off so far.
1: Yeah, I agree. I, I didn't I didn't want to when we started this. I didn't want it. I didn't want it to just be all negatives. Like I I when I when we started this, honestly, when I when I thought this was going to be at least a decent year, where that we were going to have our ups and downs, but it was going to be hopefully more ups than downs. Obviously, it started more downs than ups. But I mean. Obviously the hitting the hitting is what it is now but this team as a whole pitching wise is I mean it's all it's all fetter. I mean it's been unreal to watch guys who barely even made the roster last year are just coming through and Fetter is giving these guys just the right mindset and the right stuff to come out and just absolutely dominate. Like Will Vest, coming out of nowhere. I don't think I've ever mentioned his name once. And he has come out, pitched in 12 games, has an ERA of 1.17. Like, he comes out, he's pitched in 15 innings. He's done unreal. He's had 20 strikeouts in 15 innings of play. Um, Obviously, we could talk about the starter. The, the guy, just the ninth-round unreal, Tarek Skubel. Just completely, I can just tell, you can tell when this guy's on the mound. This team has faith that they're not, I mean, we need to score runs, but they come out and they're not worried about letting up five runs, four runs through six innings. This guy comes in, dominates. We're coming, What? it's May 15th. Today this guy set his career tie with 11 strikeouts today. Just and just a bunch of swings and misses today. That's, it's huge. It's not calls on the corner. There were so many swings and misses today. I haven't seen, I haven't seen that many in a long time coming into Comerica Park. No, I know it, it's tough to talk about a positive outing when you're playing the Orioles. Obviously, they're not a great team, but I still, I mean, yeah. It's still major league at batcher you facing every day and this series as a whole, pitching wise, was just complete complete utter domination. Today we had twelve hits. Another positive. Fuck I can't remember the last time we had twelve hits in the game this year. It's I think I think it's a good time to hit that stride. I think this sweep was crucial before this road series. And obviously, like you said, three and ten on the road is is a joke. It's it's a sh- it's a sham. It sucks. I hope I know this Tampa Bay series coming up like you said we're facing a very good pitcher on that race side who if I'm not mistaken is third in the entire league in strikeouts and with this team in strikeouts. It Yeah. He is tied Yeah, you're right. He's tied with Cease at number 1. It's going to be it's going to be tough that game. Thankfully it's a three-game series. If we go 2-1, and one, hey, I'm happy we lost to the guy who's literally tied for first place in strikeouts um but it's going to be interesting i i i i I truly think that this sweep was huge i think hopefully we're hitting our strides i know injuries are are killing us and i i i presume with what i've been seeing uh i'm assuming matt manning will hopefully not be back for this race series but for that minnesota series which could be very helpful um Casey Myers not looking good. Um Guy got absolutely boogie whipped in AAA. I mean, they said they're gonna keep him down there, taking things slow, which absolutely take it slow. I mean, he's supposed to be he's supposed to be a main guy in this roster. We don't want to Michael Fulmer it and push him until he does get Tommy John. I don't know the complete story. I don't know if Tommy John surgery is still on the table for Casey Myers. Um, I'm a firm believer that if it's, if it is that, then let's, let's get it, let's get it, and let's get it over with. Um, a guy coming off Tommy John we were just talking about, uh, Alex Fado, is gonna make a start this, uh, this, uh, not this, yeah, this coming series against the Rays. He's gonna make his, I believe, second start this year, third start this year. Um... He's not having an awful time these past two outings, 3.6 ERA. Um, it's early. I, I hope that he could stay here. I, obviously, with these injuries, it looks like he will be around for a while. Um, Michael Pineda, as of a couple of days ago, took a, a nice little line drive off the hand, broke his finger. Probably won't be seeing him for a while. So guys like Bo and Fado are going to have to step up. Um but to be honest, with the way Feder's doing things, that's okay. He's he's making magic happen with with what I thought was going to be a problem this year. To be honest, I thought the bats were going to be roaring with the Miggy, the Meadows, the Baez. I didn't think that hitting was going to be a problem. It's complete opposite, which is baseball. It's crazy. Um, but there is a lot of positives. I'm I'm not. Obviously, we'll get into the bats. I I would lo- I would love to sit here and rip these guys for for the next thirty minutes, but that's just not that's not how I wanna do things. Um but applaud to Fetter, applaud to the pitching and that's that's where I stand with that. The hitting's a whole nother ballpark. Um, we'll talk about that. We'll go over we'll go over this next schedule. Um, obviously we have Fado Fado against Tampa game one, Bo game two, E Rod game three. E Rod, his past two starts, past three I believe, have been solid has, Look, looking like the guy we paid all that money to, which is awesome. Because the first couple starts, I was panicking. I was like, holy shit. You spend a lot of money on a guy who can't pitch. But hey, he's coming around. Uh, side note, uh, after Scoobal did his thing today, I saw him on the bench on the iPad with Erod, Showing him however he positions his hand for some sort of pitch he was ripping today. Like, that's, that's all I want to see. Just guys... Guys on the bench getting together, learning from each other. Erod learning from school is 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 something that is just it's awesome. It's baseball. It's cool to see that these guys are not just sitting on the bench putting in seeds and and just watching. Um so I'm gonna try to stay positive. It's been a rough obviously it's been rough since we last talked, but we're gonna we're gonna hit our stride here and I hope the next time we talk on this road trip it's it's a good note. So
0: I mean, it's got to be inevitable, the, the hitting at this point. Um, I think that's probably just the biggest issue, and I'm not saying that as a knock. It's because the pitching has been so good. As a team thus far, they're 10th in baseball at a 3.49. Last three, granted, it was a sweep of the Baltimore Orioles. They have a team ERA of two. And currently Tampa is uh, uh, the number 15 team in baseball. Uh, as far as ERA rankings, with a 3.73, and they're at 2.89 in their last three games. So I think with the team, with the with the game they had today, like you said, with the 12 hits, I think that was very crucial. Um, especially Miggy. I really, especially because of Miggy. I mean, he's leading the team. Um, you know, had we, whatever that looks like, the expectations for where we had the offense being now with the pitching, I mean, we're probably just right up there at the top of the division. It's early, so again, I would... I would, I think this is one of those, like, embarrassment... I I don't want to say embarrassment of riches because it's not where, like, you know, top of the division team or anything. It's a good negative to be in. Like, I personally would rather have, you know, a a better pitching staff than a better offense right now. You know, because if... I mean... Offenses, bats can be so streaky. Pitching can be too. But if your pitching is consistent, and the only thing you need is runs, and your pitching, your pitching staff, your starters, your closers, your middle relievers are doing their jobs, you win baseball games. So like the offense will come together. It it will be contagious because it's clearly affecting everyone right now. For the lower half, Scope, Torkelson, Baez, um, Meadows, and. The Castros and Miggy clearly have probably been the only ones that have been producing runs, and including runs. I can't believe I'm saying this, but Jamie Candelario is leading the team in runs at 13. So he's slowly trying to figure things out. It, it will take time. It will It will be one after the other after the other, and that's such a, you know, I'm not trying to, yeah, I, we can be negative, but I'm not trying to also just be a, a hopeless romantic. But if they're consistently, you know, just hanging in there, It'll break through at some point. I also have a really good feeling about this away series at Tampa because it will be against tough pitching, but I think the bats are hungry. And I actually like it. Um, the matchup. So, yes, game one tomorrow, um, Monday, May 16th, at the Trop in St. Petersburg, Florida. Alex Fideo versus Corey Kluber. Um, yeah, I I like Fideo because, yeah, I think he understands what's going on in his... He's very, I think, welcoming of what his role needs to be, and that's go out there, just pitch strikes and eat up pitches. I mean, AJ Hinch, I think, has said that about him. It's, it's pretty clear, obviously, he's not, you know, an overpowering pitching, overpowering pitcher, but, I mean, he's going out there and doing his jobs, you know, getting ground balls. We have a good defense. I mean, the defense is chippy. It's, you got to score runs to win baseball games, so it's like, we have complaints, but they're. They're in the right place of things that are fixable. Like, if someone was making two, three errors a game in the infield, like, I think the only solution to that is you need to replace that person. So, luckily, that's not happening. You know, maybe for batters, yes, like, that'll be the case. Um, But going into this game tomorrow with the Terry Miggies on, uh, he is 25 for 69 against Corey Kluber in his career with six home runs, four doubles. And batting a 362 with a 681 slugging percentage. Um, clearly, also meaning he's leading this team and batting average at, what, 0.297? So, if he's the only spark on this team, I mean, and he's favored against the, This isn't, you know, I'm not saying this as, like, a, I don't gamble that much. Don't take this as advice, please. I just like the matchup in terms, okay, this could be a good start for the offense, you know, on this nine-game stretch of away game. So, I think it'll be needed, you know. Uh, Oh, and I totally forgot about Robbie Grossman when we were saying people who are struggling because
1: that one's starting to get under my skin a little bit more than the others, but, like, again, come on. Yeah, Robbie Grossman, the last 15 days, ladies and gentlemen, leads the league in – well, not lead. Leads our team in strikeouts – and is very close to the rookie struggling Spencer Torkelson in average. He's batting a 109 with 18 strikeouts in the last 15 days. Um, It's unreal, and it's not like he's an all-star in the field. So I I don't—is it in question that I'm still wishing with all my heart that Riley Green will be here soon? I know I said it last time that he'd be here probably around this time. I'm hearing good news. He's taking swings. I I hope he's back. I don't I'm assuming we'll go down this rough road trip and then hopefully reevaluate him before we come back home. Um I hope he's here soon. I, I don't know. But I I honestly think that Riley Green could be the spark plug that just gets us going. Got a great glove, supposed to have a great bat. Does he replace Robbie Grossman? I wouldn't doubt it. The guy is the guy's he's in our starting lineup every day and is batting a, 10, a 109. It's would it like he doesn't provide he's not even taking a lot of walks. You know? I mean, obviously Robbie with 2B is taking his walks. Granted, yeah, you're right. As I say that, I was wrong. He does technically lead this team in walks the past 15 days. But his OPS is still horrible. So it's not. I mean, it's helping, but it's it's not at the same time. Like obviously, with this team getting on base is crucial. But if you're getting on first, then no one's there to no one's there to send you home. So I I don't know who's going to be down or who's going to be shoved on the bench for a little while when Riley Green comes back. It could be Robbie Grossman, and to be honest, I hope so. I don't know why I'm not a big fan of Robbie. I just, he scares me. Like, any time the ball's hit in his direction, I don't like it. Um, but, guys, like I said, like Willie Castro today, I'm almost positive we had Willie playing third and we had Harold Roman in the outfield. Um, it's good. It's it's great. Guys are stepping up for the guys who are struggling. Um, I know we had Meadows come in today. Had one at-bat. And then obviously I guess maybe that ear infection must have been a problem and said, Hey, I, I can't go out there and succeed, which was awesome because we brought in a guy who was a huge help today. Um it's just tough. Uh obviously Spencer Torkelson is not is not is not doing well. But I heard on ninety seven point one Valeni being like Oh, uh, maybe we should send this guy down to get his confidence up. And I, to be honest, disagree. Um Where he needs to see major league stuff. I, I don't know how the whole confidence thing is, but I'd rather him see here in the English D and struggle than go down there and and just do his thing down in AAA. I like him up here. He's he's great at first base. I mean, he. I've never seen a problem with him over there at first. Um. I just disagree with that. I disagree with sending him down. I I know he's frustrated. Anyone would be frustrating being put in the spotlight and batting the way he is now. I, I understand that. But I honestly think with maybe the young gun, Riley Green, coming in and them two maybe clicking together, which is what I hope for. I hope Riley Green is just the guy who comes in and is like, hey, guys, let's win some baseball games because this team could use uh, could use a guy out there in the outfield with a nice glove and a good bat. So, I'm optimistic. I I don't want to see him sent down. I I disagree with that with that uh with that call, but I hope AJ sees the same way.
0: Well, <clears throat> if you know, torch not the only one that's struggling like, and they're paying yeah. those guys a lot more money. So, And if he's being good defensively, he needs to see more pitches. That's fine, like you said. It's going to happen. It's his rookie year. We have to, you know, if the whole team is struggling, I'm not just going to pinpoint it, especially on a rookie, all people, to take this, like, pressure of expectations to perform and everything like that. Um... Yeah, that being said, about uh, Akil Badu being sent down, with the injuries and the performance, I think this is where I'm, you know, leading into maybe just another positive. You know, Robbie Grossman was again, being paid more money than Akil Badu. Akil Badu has expectations because he's clearly shown that he can he can do a lot with his speed, with his glove. Defensively, he's great, but he, he is needed to score runs. He is meant to score runs, So, with the injuries and the poor performance, like I said, I'm hoping it only goes up because you will have the addition of a healthy Riley Green once he recovers. Hoping Bidoof, you know, figures it out. That's where it's going to create a little competition out there in outfield because Robbie Grossman will have to be like, oh shit, maybe I should start trying more. Because you have to earn that starting position out there. A.J. Hinch is going to put out the best best three fielders left, right, center, who he's got. I mean, you have to earn that. And I'm hoping that they all kind of are competitive amongst amongst each other because the more runs they get, the more games they win. So um, we'll kind of see how that goes. That's clearly way further down into the season. But it's also, I just, wake up a little, Robbie. I mean, come on, again, you're you've been around this team for a minute, you know, you're kind of like the veteran also in the game. Like, come on, what are you doing? What are you, holding you back, you know? So, you know, it's not, the Tigers just, they have expectations for you too, you know, the fans. And you have power. Speaking of power too, I mean, Torque and Miggy are tied for the most home runs on the team. So let's send Torque down. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense to me either. So, the Tigers
1: yeah, are last. I, yeah. Yeah. Last in this league with 16 home runs. So. And what's crazy is that Torque is seeing the ball well because he is taking walks. I mean, I understand that in the last 15 days, five walks might not sound a lot. But on this team, that's second. That's a lot. I, I, I'm confused because he is taking a lot of walks this year. Which means I'm assuming he can he can see the ball well off the hand, but it's just when it comes to bat and ball that it's just not connecting. So I'm sure it's just one of those things where he'll eventually figure it out and we'll be here waiting for it. And I'm excited for it. I hope maybe this road series, he's like, you know what? Let's figure it out. Cause he is seeing the ball. Well, it's not like he's striking out every time he goes out there. He is taking walks. He is getting on base. Um, it's just, uh, it's just, it's, it's, ba- it's just one of those things. It's baseball. Um, I am trying to, st- I am trying to stay positive. Um, I think, uh, I mean, Javi's been struggling too these last, uh, these last fifteen days as well. But like you said, I mean, the defense is there. That him there, that glove. There's been so many times where after a game, I go on Twitter and there's a play of, there's a video of him making a play. Um, Every day I watch I watch these guys. Like it's on my phone, no matter what circumstance. I try to watch every game. I see the things he's doing in the field and it's it's awesome. I understand Candy in the field also is not doing that well. He's struggling some place here and there, but for the most part, he looks okay and he's starting to get on base, he's starting to hit the ball. It's kinda like what him and Scope did last year. It kinda took him a little bit to get going. And they hit their strides. Now Scope, on the other hand, is not is not hitting that stride. Um I don't know what to say about Jonathan Scope. I didn't like him the first time or the second time we talked, and I'm fi- it's been 15, 20 days later. Still hasn't shown anything positive. I just I don't know. I don't know. It's just it's just the hitting. It comes down to hitting. We gotta be able to score runs to win games. Um there's been a lot of losses where it's been very low scoring and it's just ugh. It's just really it's hard. But I hope this road series can can turn things around for us. Um injuries obviously are still killing us, but like I said, hopefully Matt Manning comes back, gets back in that rotation, and um we start doing things. Um Willie Peralta coming Coming in clutch today, after or not today, but when um, when Pineda took that fastball, he came in, dominated a couple of innings. He looks really good, too. He's shown some put-away stuff as well. Um, so, I'm sure he'll have a much bigger role if these young guys who can't go the six, the five innings, he'll come in and do a couple innings for us and then bring in the guys who have been doing really well, like Vest. Um, but it comes down to... Let's hit. Let's go on the road and let's hit the baseball. Um, Twelve hits today. I really. Everyone should be. Everyone should be proud with the series we had against Baltimore. I know it's Baltimore, but I really hope the vibe in the in the locker room and on the bench is is good because that's it's hard. It's hard to sweep. It's hard to sweep a team no matter who it is. So. Um, so I'm excited. Um, again, we we'll, we will talk. We will talk again after this big road series. Um, I, I, we plan, we plan to come back to you guys right after that Wednesday, May 25th game, and hopefully have some very positive news after taking down Tampa, Cleveland, and Minnesota. Um, I see, you know, Scoobo's going to do his thing, Erod's going to do his thing, and uh, Bo, Bo's coming off a really good start too. Um, I don't know Mo about, I don't know a lot about Bo, but he's coming in and he's, he's doing the best he can, and with the injuries, I mean, that's basically all we can ask for. Um, so, uh, I hope, I hope positive things are to come. I know three and 10 on the road is bad, but the stride hopefully is coming at the right time to hopefully kind of tilt that, that record, hopefully maybe a little bit towards our way on the road.
0: I like this series. Um, the one that just occurred, obviously, uh, I think they needed it. I think they knew they needed it too. And I think they're very happy about it. You know, I think they uh they're probably already at the hotel in Tampa right now. So I think they had a happy flight. I'm hoping they did. And I think I think spirits are kinda high because, you know, regardless, the teams that you're 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 going against, you know, Tampa can hit the baseball. Cleveland can hit the baseball. Minnesota can hit the baseball. So they know, I think, what this road trip means. And I think, you know, um, I'm anxious to see this one. I think this is actually a very pivotal nine-game road trip to really see how this team is going to do. And that's not maybe a complete fair judgment. I'm saying going through the adversity that they're still continuing to go through with the injuries. So, yeah, we are a little bit, you know, expecting the runs to be scored so how are they going to respond pitching's already there I want to I mean I can assume that they are frustrated clearly Miggy was frustrated at the beginning you know of this season early last month more so too because he wasn't I don't want to say struggling but he gets mad at himself you know he holds himself to a certain standard and I think that's you know hopefully starting to spread because you know your pitchers are also pitching so well that that's even got to be more frustrating is that you're not doing your job to provide run support for them. So it, I think things, they're not blind, um, at least I hope not. I think that's, you know, I think the assignment is there that they understand that they know what they have to do. Um, the nine-game road trip, yeah, I'm excited for as a whole, but I really think these next three games in uh, Tampa, or, I almost said Cleveland, Tampa are going to be really fun and pivotal. Like we said, Fideo, game one tomorrow versus Kluber. Uh, game two, Bo Brisky versus uh, Shane McClanahan, the um, American League leader in strikeouts tied with Dylan Seas. Uh Brisky, uh, as of an article that came from the Detroit Free Press three days ago, he has lasted at least five innings every time and has yet to give up more than three runs. So, again, like I said, these pitchers are doing their job despite every single injury we've had with Casey Mize matt manning uh michael Pineda. now guys like brisky are coming up fideo are coming up so if you know these guys who are coming up and saying hey we need help and they're shutting other teams down and your offense is still not providing you runs that you, i mean wake the hell up so i think that's i'm not saying that critically i'm saying they probably say that and think of that as each other because you know this is a good chippy team i know the record may not reflect that but they're not in a terrible position um i'm also i'm trying to be a realist in certain situations that you know this uh american league central division is a lot tougher maybe everyone is kind of fairly even clearly it's a long summer ahead um but as of right now again i understand the criticism any criticism you know judgment it's fair but for what it's at right now you know plus t- certain players are not performing yet but I would rather take this than being, you know, the Cincinnati Reds. And I'm not saying that as a direct comparison, but 12 and 23 is, it's not,
1: it's not perfect, but it's, it's all right. That's a, it's a great point. Like, you're right. We got guys stepping up, and our bats are not stepping up with them, and that is, it is the problem. It is why the record we have now is the record we have. Guys who, probably didn't think they would be up. This year are stepping up and providing us help, and we're not doing anything about it. That's bottom line. That's that's why why that's why we're here now. It's why we're in the situation now. That's why we're eight games back. The weather heated up this week, and we started to hit the ball. Maybe, maybe the heat, maybe the heat's helping. Um, maybe the good weather coming in is gonna be, uh, it's gonna be a good time. Um, but you're right. That's it's a great point. We're having guys step up, and no, and none of none of our hitters are are giving them any help, which is it's ridiculous. It's it's very it's very upsetting to watch a game and watch these guys who aren't supposed to be here dominate, and you got guys who are just not just not doing their job. Do your job, and we'll we'll win some games.
0: That's where I'm also happy with uh, the transparency and the leadership too. That AJ Hinch has in this team, you know. Uh, I, th- I would say that people were pretty shocked by the Akil Bedu send down, but it wasn't as if people were ready to storm on Woodward with a bunch of torches and pitchforks or anything like that. It was understandable because, of course, I want to. Us- I think at least I think certain fans also know that the longevity aspect plays a factor, and if he's struggling now, I would rather fix it and send it down, send him down now, because. Things will click. You know, that's how, you know, baseball's weird. <laughs> baseball's just weird. Clearly, I don't have a glass ball in my hands, and, you know, nobody does. But, you know, it's, it's for the morale. It's, you know, send them down a little bit, and, you know, loosen them up. See, maybe he'll work out the kinks. And, I mean, I hope he will. We have good leadership in the clubhouse. We have a good system, I'm hoping, in A that will take care of that. And, yeah, I mean, that's just the way things are. And, you know... I'm not going to sit here and be anyone to, you know, discredit and bicker about any decision that A.J. Hinch is making for the betterment of this team. Um, maybe one day. I don't know. I don't know. He hasn't put fans or I at least, like, hope people who cover the team, not, I mean, but like, for their jobs and everything, you know, in that position. Um, but, yeah, we'll finish up here, you know, getting into the Cleveland Tech because, of course, you know, nine games we clearly don't know the pitching schedule that far out but um wrapping up uh game three in st petersburg is eduardo rodriguez um it's always i have faith again because you know any team that you know erod pitches against in the american league east you know he has been with the red sox for so long that he is quite familiar with how it is that they do things um and he's played the Rays multiple times, pitched against them in the postseason last year. I want to say this is his first time pitching against Tampa in a Detroit uniform. I don't think we've played the Tampa Bay Rays yet this year. Yep.
1: Yeah, you yeah, you're right. We haven't.
0: So um I like it. I yeah. mean I kinda of like the whole pitching. I like what games one, two, and three against Tampa. Tampa is a chippy team, but I think if our offense you know, comes in with, you know, riding that high that they just had of smacking the hell out of Baltimore, and take this, take this to Tampa and ride on a good note and help your pitchers out. So, I think it sets up, you know, wanting to go into you know your American League Central rivals ballparks in a good position. You know, I if we were you know twenty games back, I would obviously be like on DEFCON five, but. I know with this record, I, I, I just don't think I'm as worried as I feel like some should be. I don't know. I just, I'm just i not saying I have the blind optimism. I think it's favorable. I'm very anxious. I'm really hoping that they don't, just don't like kick you in the stomach and just go to Tampa and uh, forget how to play baseball. So hopefully that doesn't happen. But these are a big three games in Tampa. I think they can set a tone with the rest of this road trip. With these three games in Tampa, I think we'll get the best out of Fideo, Brisky, and Erod. I really, really do. Part of me thinks that they know that this is this is big. This is a big road trip. So
1: uh, we'll see where it goes from there. Absolutely. And and with this podcast, I I wanna also I mean this is not I I am not an average fan. You have to kinda you gotta think at it as an average Tiger fan. Like nobody like trying to fill seats in the stadium. Like as an average fan, they're like, Why would I ever why would I ever go down there? And you have to just You gotta somehow bring the average Detroit Tiger fan. You gotta get him a reason to come to the ballpark. And I hope this road series is a wake up call and saying, Hey, we're not gonna make this like last year. We we wanna be different. We waited all this time for all these young guys. We we wanna be different and I understand that AJ Hinch also with his interviews and the way he speaks and the way he talks, he doesn't. He said the other day, "We're not. I don't want to talk about last year, and nobody does. I don't want to talk about last year." But you have to think of an average fan who who sits down with his family or sits down and watches these games and what they're thinking. And I can only imagine what they're thinking. I am an optimistic guy with this team. I'm a hopeful guy with this team. They're much different than me. If I'm an average fan and I'm through five innings and I see three hits, I'm turning it off. Because it's not going to get any better. But we got to stay, I want to stay hopeful. I, I don't, I didn't want this thing that we're doing here to be coming on here like Valenian and, and just roasting the Tigers. That's not, that's not why I want to do this. So I'm, I want things to work out well and this road series will hopefully give me a wake up call as long as the average Tiger fan. So that's, hopefully that's the game plan with all these guys' mindsets like, hey, we had a great series let's continue let's just keep hitting the baseball putting it in gaps scoring runs and just letting what fetter's doing on the other side and let him deal with what has been an outstanding outstanding year for pitching so i think i think things will turn around i hope an average fan isn't not turning on the games i hope that they're at least giving these guys a chance
0: well, when I see the fact that the Tigers are last in baseball with 16 home runs, there's only one clear indication that could solve that for me. And that's bring the fences in. <laughs> I'm just Hey, Baltimore did it. I've been an advocate for it for years. Clearly, you know, if Mickey can't do it at 39 all the time, you know, Torch to probably, you know, after this year be like, I could have hit 50 home runs. Nah, I'm just kidding.
1: No, you're not kidding, because it's true. If he would have played in Yankee Stadium, he he probably would have had two triple crowns, not just one. So, you're right, though. Uh, maybe the road trip will help. We're not going to be in Comerica. Hopefully, the home runs will start to come when we hit the road on these, these ballparks that are a little bit shorter. Uh, the fact that Miguel Cabrera is tied leading this team in home runs is an absolute joke. It is a joke. Absolutely, it's an absolute joke. This guy is hit in back-to-back games with home runs. It's in Comerica still against these Oilers. He's still hitting home runs. I honestly, I'm a, I'm very surprised he has three home runs through what what baseball we've played. Um, I think he's gonna be huge. <laughs> I, I I I didn't think he'd be batting this well. If I think that the guys can rally around Miguel Cabrera with with everything that's going on with the The number of hits in the stands and everyone getting at least excited about Miguel Cabrera. So, no, there's no shit. To be honest, I thought the home run leaders would be the guys like last year, like Jamer. Like, that guy was crushing balls all last year. Like I said a couple episodes ago, he led the league in doubles last year. And obviously, that's a lot easier at Comerica but it doesn't matter he still led the league in doubles. That's it's crazy. Like I honestly think that he'll pick it up. I'm exci- I'm not I'm not a I'm not a Jamer hater. Um, I I think he'll turn it around. Um, it's it is crazy though. It's it's funny to see that Miguel Cabrera at his age is is leading this team in home runs. And I'm not I'm not I'm not going to be like, oh, no, we're in trouble, but you're right. I think at other stadiums, I think some of these guys who have had long flyouts will hopefully eventually get over that wall and we can start picking up some big runs.
0: So, yeah, we'll, we'll be getting, um we got some small, small expectations for this road trip. You know, like I said, hopefully five wins it would be like I would jump for joy. Um, with you know Meadows and Reyes going on the 10-day deal, road trip being nine, um, we most likely will not be seeing them for this entirety. So, yes, my guess is to um, the Castro brothers will be getting some playing time, split between them. And I also saw a tweet too, um, referring to that there are now three men on the bench. Um, was it Daz Cameron might be getting a call up? I want to say that um, is what it is. Yes, it is.
1: I always remember Daz Cameron being one of those names uh, years ago that he was going to be something special. Um, he's been brought up here and there. He hasn't been great, but maybe it will be the Castro effect, watching these guys getting brought up like, hey, I can help this team too. I hope that's a lot of the mindset of the guys who have been like stepping up. Like, I, I think that's huge. I think guys being brought up and hitting the ball better than the guys that have being paid to hit the ball here who were supposed to hit the ball here are like, oh, oh, shit. Like, that's supposed to be me. Like, like Javi Baez. That's supposed to be me. I'm supposed to be raking the ball. And Javi's doing, Javi will be fine. I, Javi, Javi shows a lot of emotion and I know he cares just as much as the next guy. I think, uh, I think, I think things will, will, will turn around. Um, and if they don't, We'll we'll see we'll see you here after the road trip and uh, we'll we'll go through this again. I I hope uh, I hope it's some good things coming out of my mouth uh, after this road trip. Um,
0: for anyone who likes a switch up, I'm guessing this is unfortunately not badly Sports related. Uh, but Alex Avila. The former catcher for the Detroit Tigers will be joining Dan Dickerson as the radio partner for all three games in Tampa. Uh, thank God. Um, I actually like Jim Price though. That's not a knock on Jim Price because I think they're iconic. But I just I'd like a little change up too because maybe this could prep Alex Avila to be in front of a, t- a TV. You know, I think he's got a good personality, so that'll be kind of fun to um to listen to. I know there. I don't know if you have seen it, but there is a Twitter account of, um, every Tigers moment that is big, and it features the Dan Dickerson call, so you don't have to make your ears bleed by having to force yourself
1: to listen to Matt Shepard and Kurt Gibson. Absolutely, I, I'm excited for that, it's, I've, I was always a hopeful that Curtis Granderson would come and be in the booth, and as an ex-Tiger player, talk about this team, like, um, I love when Craig Monroe's on the call, I love when Simo's in the booth talking about this team, um, just the way he presents himself and the way he presents his knowledge of baseball, I think, is obviously a much more pleasing to the ears. Uh, watching this game, watching these games with him in the booth, so I, I, I like what they're doing. That's a that's also a nice little, little minor positive.
0: So yeah, I think we kind of ran down the. Uh, you know, I wish I, again. Yeah, I I could we could just list off maybe like a negative or a hundred negative things and complaints. That we could go off on about, but you know, like it's easy to do that. But i I I genuinely feel good about the position they're at. I'm not just saying that, but I think you know, obviously their their fate and destiny lies within their own hands. Uh, so I could be totally wrong, and they get swept in three games, and I just lay in bed and don't even want to talk about them for the next month because they just destroyed my soul. But we'll see what happens. So I have faith in these next three games. Uh, I think it lines up pretty well. I think they're hungry. Takes time.
1: No, I, I I'm good. I think we I think we uh, we tackled all the things we want to talk about. Um, like I said, patience, patience. Um, the main part of this this episode is just positivity. I think I think it's good to have that with the stage we're in now and. Uh, I hope the average fan is also kind of, kind of seeing things after the sweep that this team isn't all that bad, and that hopefully we hit a stride. And like I've said a million times, I hope, I hope it's a stride thing. I hope we're all coming together, guys stepping up, everyone stepping up. Let's just get, let's get the job done. Let's go on the road. Let's take a couple. Let's take, let's take, let's take some series. Make them at least competitive. Make it watchable. Um, that's all I ask for. Just when I turn the game on. At least let's just make it competitive. Let's stay a competitive baseball team. Let's not be somewhere on the schedule where they're laughing and like, okay, you know, I don't want to be like how it was last year. Um, let's go out, let's be competitive, and uh, let's win some Let's win some baseball games, guys.
0: All right, well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for, you know, stopping by, giving us the time to give our little recaps and thoughts on what this Detroit Tiger team is doing so far. Very excited about the nine games to coming up. Uh, For this team. Uh, We'll see how it goes. And go Tigers.
1: Go Tigers guys. Appreciate you guys.